Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This episode is brought to you by the revolutionary new device called Pack Warning. The moment your pack goes over 30 pounds, a loud alarm will sound. The only way to shut this off is to take out your useless items. If you choose not to, an automatic phone call will be directed to the backpacking police and an arrest warrant will be issued. Violations range from Nalgene confiscation to having Derek forcibly join your next trip. Check it out at youdon'twantthatpunishment.com. What's up, everybody? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who gets lighter every time he talks because he's full of so much hot air, Carl Mandrioli. Ah, Get it, ah, 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 that was good. Under 30, ah, ah. (laughs) With me today is Derek Somerville, a man who finds it hard to lose pack weight because it always ends up finding him again. Wow, wow. You get I, it because you I, lose, I and yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. so bad. It's it's all right. Um, so question <laughs> that you're at, I want. I guess for you, when your alarm goes off, you just you just take the, yeah. the rock that you put in your own pack out. Is that? Oh is my that what goodness. You do, or? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. I think I think with the rock, it's still sub thirty. So I don't think that sets the alarm wow. off. But, um, yeah. Wow. We're gonna talk about. You know, for for those that already have a lightweight pack, maybe they'll they'll have some takeaways here to reduce their weight even more. But mm-hmm. people that have a you know a thirty plus pound pack, that's a problem. That is a problem. It's yeah. it's gonna. And we're not talking like winter backpacking. We're not talking going with kids. We're not talking about going to the desert where you got to pack in water. We're talking like main summer season. Your pack is over thirty pounds for no reason. Right. Three four day trip ish. We're talking time frame. Yeah. Okay. Three, I'll say three to five day trip. And I shouldn't say for no reason. It's there's obviously a reason we got to solve this problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we, we're using the terminology like total weight versus a common terminology that's used, which is base, base weight. weight. Right. We've covered this a couple times. Do you still know the difference? <sighs> base weight and total weight? You just t- What's base weight? Base weight is my... I like when you quiz me like this because it makes you feel like you're in teacher mode, you know? Mm. And everybody feels like they're getting a grade. It's really... It's, it's kind of intense. It's kind of nerve-wracking. We've. You know? This is probably the third or fourth time I've had you define this. So I feel like at some point you'll just... It'll be like a softball, right? A uh, softball of base weight? I feel like you are kind of like repeating yourself at this point, you know? The moment that you start to challenge the question, it tells everybody that you don't know the answer. Is that correct? Uh, no, it's not correct. That's you just, it's it's me kind of just playing the game that you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> the longer that you saw, the more you're Google searching. So no, fine. we can, everybody sees through this. Everybody. Base weight is your, is your starting weight of what you are. Okay. Like an ultralighter will say like anything under 10 pounds is a good base weight of what your, your pack and your, your. Yeah. Once you add all this other junk into your pack, then then you kind of go from there. What's your base weight? What what do you? What's your bare bones base weight? You know, is it? What's your bare bones base weight? I mean, for me, I think it's like, mm-hmm. I'd like to think it's like under ten pounds, but I don't. I don't. That's ambitious. 
I'd, I'd probably more okay. like 12 pounds. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm gonna say. You're just making stuff up at this point. You're just throwing things to see if they stick. Do to I the do wall. I make it? So I make it up when I get on the scale and I weigh it empty, and then I make it up when I weigh it full. Is that is that making it up? Or? What's your base <laughs> we weight? answered the question correctly. So all right, once a season, we're gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna ask you what base weight is, and then we're gonna. It's your pes- it's, your, it's your percent of body weight in your uh, your backpack and your. <laughs> 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 you just said percent of body weight in your backpack. Okay, your base weight is it, it's. I'll tell you. All right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm okay. Kidding, I'm kidding. What is my backpacking base weight? Okay, I'm I'm done teasing you. Uh, it's it's basically your controlled weight. It's like the. It's the total gear stowed inside without all the extras like your food and your consumables and your fuel and your. You know all that stuff. So that that's a better definition. I like that. Yeah. Is that is that is that going to pass in Carl's class? We're not even using base, but I'm just trying to clarify for everybody the difference. And so yeah, it's the consumables, right? So we're talking about the water as well, the fuel and the food, like you already mentioned. And so today we're not talking about base, but we're talking about total weight because total weight. A, yes. Yeah, a lot of folks are like, well, my base weight is whatever you said. You said ten pounds, twelve pounds. Great, awesome. You bring a refrigerator full of food. And that base weight doesn't matter anymore, right? Because now your total weight is still far above the thirty-pound mark. Do you correct? know? True. Do you know your base weight? Usually? No, because I don't. No, because I don't use base weight. I use, use total, total weight. weight. You That's like when, to- and we, when we when we weigh at the trailhead, it's t- all that matters in the end is total weight, right? Yeah, I don't even know why people talk about base weight. To be honest with you. Because it's because it's variable with the distance it's, you're going or with with the length of time you're going. I get I get that, but like like you said, like once I load up the pack. I mean, the the t- I think the the base weight matters once you in the long run, essentially, not the short run. Like if you're if you have a heavy base weight every trip, and then you're you're changing what you add to your trip, I think that's going to take more of a toll on your body in the long run. Meaning, like if I lowered, like when I lowered, and we're going to talk about this, once I lowered some of my base weight items, mm-hmm. every trip became easier for me. Every trip. Oh yeah, the the concept makes sense, but the problem with that is that we've gone with folks that spend more money to reduce their base weight, but their pack overall weight ends up being higher than ours because right. of their terrible packing job. They, yes, correct. That's what we're trying to solve. So this is a long kind of lead up for the whole concept. Was of this episode. way oh. too long, but it, we'll go with it. We want to get your pack under 30 pounds and we'll see if it, we can help you do that. So, all right. Uh, Proverbs 25, 28. A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. Mm, do you do people do people who overpack lack a form of self-control yes yes okay whoa 100 percent. all right yeah maybe not quite as to what the proverb is saying but yeah <laughs> well i think to some degree i think there's degrees yeah. of it i'm not saying you know you overpack you got a problem like a big problem i'm just saying I think it's like we've talked about in previous episodes, like you're packing some of your fears, you're packing. I used to do the same thing. I mean, why would I bring two pairs of shoes on my first trip? Because I'm worried, oh no, well, what if this happened? You know, I didn't know. Right. So I'm just adding junk I don't need to add. But so. This, so you're describing like a first trip type scenario, which is very common for people to overpack. So do, are they, if it's somebody who's been backpacking for a while and they're still throwing too much junk in there, do they lack self-control? Uh, I think, I think, as we've talked about, as you get more experienced backpacking, I think there's a little bit of that. I think there's a little bit of that. Like maybe, you know, you wanted to bring some extra goodies. But I think a lot of times it's like I now will overpack certain items that I know I probably, quote unquote, shouldn't bring, like flannel pants, slippers, mm. things like that because they're bulky. Wait, what are flannel pants? Fleece pants? Flannel pants. P- pajama bottoms. Pajama bottoms, right. Call them what they are, my friend. Whatever. Don't try to repack. I'll, 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 I'll wear them as lounge clothing, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, those are all, I think because all the other things are very, I, I'm more meticulous about the food and the essentials that I can get away with adding these luxury items in. So yeah. if you aren't meticulous about the other things, like you're just throwing a bunch of food in your bag, then, you know these luxury items are unless you're like rocky who can carry like a boulder on his back then it's like we're not talking about that we're talking about under three pounds that i know we're talking is, about under three pounds. this doesn't this apply to doesn't matter. no it doesn't apply so no. okay so you what you made a really good point though is that yeah we're not saying ditch all the luxury items you have to just be smart about them what what really matters to you and are there things it ends up like we just talked about it ends up being the small stuff that 
that kind of you have enough of those things that add up to get your pack weight a little bit too heavy. So right. here's how we're going to structure it. We've got things you can just simply get rid of, just completely ditch to reduce your pack weight. Things you can easily replace to make mm. make it lighter weight overall without compromising functionality. And then things that if you know if you kind of go to the the max level, things that you should upgrade, things that maybe will reduce weight if you upgrade them, mm-hmm. and they may upgrade performance as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So those are the three categories we have, and so we're going to address each of those right now. This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host backpacking and blisters. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start record and publish your very own podcast in minutes podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone download the free podbean app today that's p-o-d-b-e-a-n head on over to podbean at www.podbean.com and use the code podcast 21 for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free check it out Okay, so let's so let's go with things that you can just straight up get rid of, and it's okay mm. if we've mentioned some of these things in, in prior episodes. We just want to make sure that we really hit home with this. So, what's give me your list? What you got? I'm gonna say uh, I'll start with extra clothes, extra shoes, okay. bulky items like you know you just you don't need all these extra like some of our we had a couple guys who would bring like three or four outfits, one for yeah. per day, and I'm like that's right. a lot of weight and a lot of space you're taking up. So. Do you guys typically call them outfits? This well, is I'm just going off what you Saturday outfits. I'm just going off what you tell me. Yeah. So, you know. Your, so your answer is just copying my answer? What? No, no. Well, you, your daily life is like, you know, hey, I'm wearing this outfit to work. Oh, right? you so feel I, like I, I use that phrase. I'm trying to give you verbiage that you understand is all. You, you feel know. like I have a Saturday outfit. I feel like you have a, a work outfit, <laughs> a, a biking outfit. I don't know. What you, I mean, this is what I do not. people in Castle Rock say. So, I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm from California. We don't talk like that. So, you know. Incorrect. Incorrect. Correct. Uh, Correct. Okay. All right. So, so extra clothes, specifically extra clothes. outfits, having like an outfit per day. That's fair. All right. A, or a surplus of items like multiple shoes. I mean, yeah. if you're going to bring like shoes and like, I don't know, like water sandals or something that's that's crocs what about crocs oh don't ever say that word okay. <laughs> a lot of people go with crocs a lot would you ever wear crocs on a backpacking trip or in general yeah uh both um i have some like around the house crocs when i was having foot problems but not Ooh. outside but i'm not a no, well, yeah i'm not a crocs guy why, why not outside though does it look ridiculous I think people like them. I don't want to hurt people's feelings, <laughs> but they're just not for me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're so gnarly about the butt, but you're like ginger about well, the crocs. We're not talking about backpacking. I'm, I'm saying no to backpacking, like 100% no, but for just like okay. around town right. stuff. That being said, I know Crocs that are, you know, kind of fit your category of extra shoes. That's a pretty common thing to bring. So if that's your luxury item, great. Yeah. But if you're looking to reduce weight, that's an easy spot, right? Yeah, if you're bringing like multiple pairs of, of hiking shoes, that's that's yeah, unnecessary. Wow. So, I would that's that's my first. One. What okay. do you got? What's your first one? So for thing, well, yeah, things you can get rid of. So I have the extra outfits on there as well. But we, as I mentioned before, the extra jacket. So you need, you know, a, a rain jacket. You need something waterproof, and then one layer of warmth, not three right. total things where you get the puffy and the right. thing. So, right. um, so that's on my list for things that you can simply get rid of is that extra jacket, and then. Either the large knife or the multi-tool. I feel like we've brought this up a number of times, but then when I go out on the trail, I still see some pretty obnoxious things. Like I saw this past summer down in Colorado Springs near the, or was, yeah, the bar trail, which goes to the top of Pikes Peak. And anyway, some guys come down backpacking and he had a Rambo blade strapped to his calf. <laughs> and so I just said like, I just said, hey, just out of curiosity, what's what do you use that for? And he said, I don't really know. <laughs> and then, I, so then his wife was there. I said, well, does he, is he concerned about, you know, is he scared of bears or wild animals? He thinks he's going to, you know, stab them or something. <laughs> and she's like, no, he doesn't, he doesn't have that fear. He just, he just likes having that. <laughs> I think it makes him feel like he's a tougher yeah. guy. That's got to be at least two pounds right there, right? At least. Yeah. Those are huge. Right. Did you have anything else for Ooh. the things you can get rid of? Yeah, I, I had a couple. Um, I had like cleaning 
some of those like shit like shampoos cleaning supplies soaps all these things that if you're going you've seen, you've seen people bring shampoo is what you're saying not from our group no okay um but i think some of those you know stuff like that is like <laughs> you're laughing but it's true i'm trying to think of where you would have seen somebody bring shampoo i've gone with other friends so we we went okay. on no, a you don't yeah they had they had a, a small bottle of travel size shampoos <laughs> and a, and a okay. conditioner and a conditioner okay. well, i said nay nay on that um gotcha. i think just like the soaps the dishwashing soaps and all these like you know you don't need them. You don't need them for like a okay. three to five day trip. Just to get rid of those. Rinse it out. Leave it at home. Say and those those add up in a little. Those little soap things are like those those get a little heavy. So yeah, you have enough of those things for sure. Yeah, get rid of the junk. Stuff trip. sacks. Stuff. People sacks. like stuff sacks to right. uh, to kind of organize. People bring these specialty bags, and if if bags are your thing, this has been like a kind of a cultural trend where people get in these fancy bags. If bags are, are your thing, and keep them if it helps you organize stuff. Awesome. But things like stuff sacks for your, you know, your backpacking chair or anything that you're gonna keep on the inside part of your pack mm. that you don't that you can get away with not using. It's just those little things that add up. So extra yeah. stuff sacks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like I said, if you like you said, that was a good point. If you if it helps you stay organized and you use sacks, if it helps you be more efficient packing, then do it. If if right. you're just throwing a bag over everything just for the heck of it, then that's a little yeah. mu- that's a little much. Like yeah. my backpacking chair has metal legs, so I'm not concerned at getting destroyed if it's on the outside of my pack, if it's outside the stuff sack. So I just leave that. That's one example of a stuff sack that I leave. Where I, I bring the stuff sack because yeah. my chair has, it, it just falls all over the place and it's harder to get out of the bag. So I've, I could probably okay. leave it at home, I guess, but I don't know. I don't, you can use the straps mind. on the side of your pack. I could. To clip it into place. I might try that actually. That's a good idea. Yeah. I might try okay. that. Okay. We're learning from each other. This, look, this at, look at us learning. Wow, growing. <laughs> All right. That was my list of, those are main things that I can get rid of. Is that, you have anything else for that? Maybe just excess food. If you like, I'm, I will probably get into this a little bit more in detail later, but like, I think that's one reason I can bring some luxury items is because I'm more meticulous about, and you and I have both tried to do this. Like, I'm going to try and get the food down, dialed into like, almost be out or be mm-hmm. out by the time we're done with the trip, not have all this right. extra junk. And that that food adds up quick and weight wise. Food's a big problem, yeah. So we'll we'll circle back to food because that's a big that's a big deal. It's a big category. Okay. All right. All right. Gear to replace. Things you can replace. So Yeah. You know, take this out but replace it with this. What you got? Well, I think going off of the clothes thing, you mentioned like the warmth layer, right? So if you're mm-hmm. somebody who gets really cold and you bring like a I don't know, like a fleece, a jacket and then also a rain shell jacket or something like uh, I think a one way to, to lighten your load and to also save space in your bag is to get maybe something like a, one of those underlayer warm. They have a lot of these like warm things at like Costco. They have like those um, tighter fitting warm shirts that are a lot thinner, but they keep you a lot warmer. I have one. Like actually, the base I, layer shirts. Like a base so, layer shirt. Then yeah. you put a fleece over it and that's going to keep you a lot warmer and you don't have this bulky extra third you know jacket or whatever in so your do bag, maybe so. maybe do that plus a fleece and then instead and then a rain jacket. of the puffy no rain jacket and a rain jacket or no rain well, jacket no you got i mean i've learned the hard way yeah. without bring okay. not bringing the rain jacket so i'm gotcha. not gonna do that but i did i did lighten my rain jacket i got a solid one i think i mentioned this in a previous episode i had a very good one it was thick it was like quality but i'm like this thing is right. bulky and then like i only whip this thing out i just want to like deflect the rain for a little while you know so i got i've actually found a good one at costco they had frog dogs i don't remember the name of it but it's okay. very thin it was like cheap and it works great and so okay. um i use that now actually of all things i, I mentioned the frog dogs in a previous episode and you did yeah. we got we got reactions both ways like frog dogs yeah somebody told me not to knock the frog dogs and i was promoting them so i'm not sure that reaction and then, <laughs> and then Camel Cuds, I think it was Camel Cud, said that they were the worst because those things, when they snag, they just rip. And so they're what are the frog not, tugs? What are those? I don't those know. Those are just the lightweight rain jacket, rain pants that are super inexpensive. So it's like five oh, ounces, oh. 20, 30 bucks. Okay. So oh. yeah. Cheap junk. Okay. All right. Doesn't last well, a long time, but no. anyway. Um, okay. So things that you can replace. I've got a few here. I've got a, a lot of people will, will go and they'll buy the, the first aid kit at their outdoor store and they'll just 
with the container, mm. just throw it in their pack, right? So, and the container itself is typically like a thick plastic. Right. You might even call it like a kind of Tupperware, if you will. Oh. And yeah. And so I think that a pared down first aid kit, not compromising safety, of course, but just trying to figure out what you need and what you've used and what you might use. And then put right. that in like a smaller Ziploc. That that could save you over a pound right there. It could. So replace yeah, could. the large with, with the pared down version. Uh, yep. What else you got for a replace? Uh, my, I had one more. I, I was thinking just that we talked about the chair. Mm-hmm. Um, even the chair, I think I had over a, what was my first chair I want to say before the two-legged chair? It was like a, it was over a two-pound chair I had. Mm, like a and, school kind uh, of thing? Yeah, I think it was like a, yeah, it was something. And then I went to the two-legged chair, okay. which which did get annoying. Um, and I know you'll enjoy that comment. Um, but they have chairs now <laughs> that are like reasonably priced that are like just over a pound and they're not heavy. And so yeah. if you have, you know, Rocky's bringing his old school like four pounder and some people bring the chair that's comfortable and it's all that. And it might be comfortable, but they have some good comfortable chairs that are under mm-hmm. or just around a pound. Right. Yeah. So I mean, some of them, I think one of them might be under a pound. That was on my list of things to upgrade, actually. So that that checks that box because you could make the case, yeah, that you're obviously spending more to buy a more expensive chair. So that would be an upgrade for me. But we can go with the chair, and and really, you mentioned the two legged chair, so it's kind of more like a balance thing on the ground, and it has a, a small back. Right. I think the two legged chair, I would describe that as like the essence of Derek, because. Well, I'll explain. So I challenged you on the two-legged chair and I said, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It's not really a chair. And you argued mm-hmm. with me to you know the world's end about why it's a chair. And the very next trip, you upgraded to a four-legged chair. Are you, are you sure this isn't Nate? Or are you uh, sure this you. is me? We have it on a video. We have a video sure? of his argument. Right. And <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't listen. And I've said this before. I did not like right. a two-legged chair. Uh, it required slightly yeah. more effort, but it was doable. But you and I this is why I, it's the essence you know, of you. You'll continue to defend the two-legged chair even though you have not used it for like ten years. I don't even know if I have it anymore. To be honest yeah. With you. So, but yeah. you're like, but it's still good. It's still legit. It's still like for real. Look, it, so. it serves a purpose. It's not my favorite okay. chair anymore though, and okay. uh, I've, I've expanded. So don't get a two-legged chair, everybody. Don't get sucked in by Derek's. You're half right. Strange logic. Okay. If you want to work out in backpack, <laughs> two-legged chair. <laughs> That's exactly my point. Is you're so I'm tired of today. You don't. I said that for out. you. I said that for you. I said that for you. Okay. All right. So stupid. <laughs> okay. I got a couple oh. more. I got. This is right. one that that is shockingly a problem. I don't. I don't get this one. We've mentioned it okay. a couple times. People are still bringing the full-size sunblock oh. tube. <laughs> who, who in our group brings this? No, oh, no, no, not no. just our group, but, but this okay. is the thing. Like, I'll see this commonly on the trail. Full-size sunblock, maybe multiple sunblocks. Maybe they have, like, a spray and the, you know, the, the lotion. The face one or something? Yeah. Yeah, and then you can easily buy a travel one at the grocery store, typically for a dollar, maybe two dollars, depend. you know, just the... Right. And that's t- typically enough for a three- to five-day trip. Easily to Easy to replace... A couple episodes ago, forget which one it was. I mentioned, um, I suggested to shave some weight by not bringing a gun. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going to get a stronger reaction, but the most, the biggest reaction I got was, "Hey, Carl, people aren't bringing guns to defend themselves against the animals. It's more against other people." Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? I mean, it's. I mean, I, it's it's a valid point. It's a hundred percent valid point. Okay. I mean, so I think that you can still. If, if you're a gun-toting backpacker, you're bringing five, six pounds, maybe more, and you're concerned about people and or animals, I think you can still swap it out with bear spray, and that'll do the job. You think bear spray is a... Uh, people get a little squirt somewhere near them, and they're down for the count. You think, would that knock you down? It, it would knock anybody down. Okay, anybody, no, Somebody, including you. Yeah, when we were on our trip uh, a couple of years ago now, a year and a half ago, in the Wind River Range, we, somebody reached back to grab it out of their pack, and and so it wasn't even it's like like ne- residual. Near th- yeah, it was near them. It just squirted like a little puff near them, and it was like an hour. The guy was trying to flush out his face, oh. his eyes. Yeah, oh, so that's not- you don't want to spray that thing into the wind. Just saying. No. Yeah. True. No. Okay. All right. So those those are mine for replace. It's not a bad idea. Okay. Upgrade time. What you got? Upgrade time. 
how big are we going with the upgrades here? You want like big things, small things? Uh, I mean, there's so many things you can upgrade here. Um, yeah. So w w yeah, well, when I say you know things, if you want to lower, get your pack weight under 30 pounds, like what are the first things you're gonna look at? I mean, big, small, whatever. I think for me it was like the biggest thing that I did when I had a what was it over 50 liter pack. Ah, change the pack. Yeah, change, change tell, pack. tell us that story, Derek. How did change, that go? Change the pack. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you? So how did you? How did you get that pack? How did you decide upon one? You know, we're not going to get into that. We've been over this a thousand times. <laughs> Just tell us the story. Long story short. Uh, <laughs> I saved about four pounds on my pack just by okay. getting a new pack. And yeah. and we're going to go over this a little bit in, tri in trivia as well, but they have like 55 liter plus packs that are extremely light now that they just yeah. didn't have back then. So right. to me, that's like step number one is get a better pack. You're going to instantly save like multiple pounds. And it's, you got to be careful with that stuff though because if it's a bigger pack but it's a lighter weight pack, it doesn't always hold. Is it durable? Yeah. Well, it'll hold the capacity, but will it hold the weight? So if you're packing heavier right, things, right, 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 right. So and then I was looking at there's the Osprey Exos, whatever it was, 58, I think. Right. And I was like, this is a lightweight. This is kind of what you're just describing, right? 58 liter pack that's really, really right. lightweight. Mm -hmm. And I tried it on, and the shoulder straps are super narrow, so they just rub against your neck. Oh, that's bad. Shoulders mad for you. Yeah. Yeah, not shoulders. The neck. The neck was the issue, my friend. But yeah. the, you know they're all connected, so you know. So yeah, just so you just gotta, you gotta, yeah, you gotta make sure it fits. That's the key there, regardless of capacities and weight ratio. But that's a good one. Um, so I already mentioned the chair. I think that the answer for what we should upgrade really is answered in our episode we put out last year, which was like what to upgrade. I forget what it was called, but something like what you should buy first when spending some cash. So we we right. categorize it by weight savings versus you know expenditure ratio. So. Tops on our list right. was the filter. If you're still using the old pump filter, that's mm. just something. Oh, definitely upgrade that. I think out. tent was up there too. If you have an old tent or if you have like a yep. Coleman camping tent, that's an easy one to upgrade as well. And that'll upgrade yep. your performance too. Um, but check out that episode, I would say, to to get a full breakdown of what you should upgrade. Yeah. No, I didn't even put yeah. tent on there because I, I think we've talked about that at length. There's just, there's just, and they're affordable now. You can get some good yeah. affordable tents that are just way lighter. So let's circle back to your discussion on food. So you said the goal is to end with little to no food left, correct? That's my goal. I don't know if that's your goal. No, it is. It's everybody's goal, right? But here's what's hard about it is that all trips aren't equal. So we go on a four-day backpacking trip, and we do eight miles a day with relatively little elevation gain. Right. I might not even be hungry for my freeze-dried meal at night, right? True. True. So then we do the same trip, but now we're doing 15 miles a day with three to four thousand feet of elevation gain. Now I, you got to calculate, you know, all sorts of things. This level of difficulty, right. how hot it is. It's hard to calculate that, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how in depth you want to get about that, but to me, it's like when we go over a trip and you're like, "Hey, we're gonna have like a hard day two, a mellow day one," and 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 if I get maybe if I'm able to look at the map and see like well oh geez we're gonna go like pretty high today i think those are the days you're gonna like plan to make sure i have enough calories enough protein all these other things on these like flatty mellow days maybe on the way out and you're doing like i don't know five to eight miles on the way out and it's kind of like downhill or it's right. like flat then i'm like i'm just gonna put all these snacks in you know the pockets and have them readily yeah. available and just try to munch on these all day so right i don't know um but i like to try to have a good meal every night i think that's important either way mm. but especially when you have a lot of uphill i think but if you're if you're not super hungry i mean those some of those meals are expensive so i'm i'm not going to typically eat the meal unless i'm i feel like i've earned it and i'm really hungry so i don't mind just saving it for the next trip so you you I don't, you, I don't you go, waste it so you get to the camp and you're like i'm gonna grade myself do it did i earn this did carl little carl earn this or did he that's what i said know. i said i asked myself did little carl earn this that's how i talked to myself He's like, no dinner for you, Carl. Just snacks. You did not earn this today. You know. Yeah. I mean, what's what's the mindset there? Is it? Uh, here's here's what I here's what I say to myself. I say, kay. is this a Derek day of mileage or a Carl day of mileage? If it's a Derek day, then I say I should probably just dial back the food. Right, right. And and when I get to camp, I'm like, did my shoulders hurt today? <laughs> no. Um, well done. Well done. What a what a point ahead. So, right. you know, you know, it's it's it, you have your own system, I guess. That's fine. The last thing that I want to say, though, is that the 
it's not just the food. The water is the real weight killer. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Some yeah. people, no matter what we say, no matter how many trips they've been on, they right. have this hard and fast rule. They told themselves, I have to have two liters of water on me at all times, at least right. to start with. Right. I dip below that. We stop. I'm filling up two liters of water. And so I was watching this old survival show recently, and they, I don't know, these guys were pretty knowledgeable. And they said that your body can't consume typically more than one liter of water an hour. Otherwise, it just pees out the rest. Does right. that sound about right? I think it's in the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. And so so then if you consider that if you have two liters of water, then you're giving yourself, let's say, two hours plus of hydration. Most backpackers aren't aren't backpacking like two hours straight, like two hours solid. They're typically taking breaks between them. They're typically stopping for water. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it happens. Everybody's style is different, but... I think that if you're hitting an area where there's reliable water sources, this is an easy way to shave some weight. Uh, 100%. I think... One liter. Do one liter. Yeah. I I mean, I've also employed the whole like, you know, I know you do this too, where you're like, I'm going to just chug a bunch of water before I start. Right. And then I'm going to have like, I don't know, like a liter or whatever in my backpack as we go. And, And then, you know... Usually we have uh, on the maps like, hey, there's water up here, there's lakes up here, there's rivers up here. Only a, I want to say only a couple of times have we had like there was that one. Was it Maroon Bells where we just there was no there's hardly any water or something. I think mm-hmm. I got lightheaded. Not but in that, Colorado. I, where was that? I'm trying to remember where we didn't have water. We thought we were gonna have water, but we didn't. Oh, that's happened a few times, but it's very rare. Uh, it is rare. And it, and it might just be due to our own negligence, not reading the map or not getting the you know the trail intel from folks. But so um, I don't know. I yeah. mean, I for me, it's like I'm going to chug a bunch of water, right? And then I usually have like a like a sports bottle or two full, and that's it. And then I'm okay. done. So, so that being said, we want to help you, somebody out there, achieve this. We want to do this. We want to make this happen. We want to take somebody through this whole process and and check out and see all the weird extra things you're bringing and get you under 30 pounds. And so yeah. we actually threw this out to our Patreon folks. We wanted to record an episode where we're kind of going through their stuff. We wanted to have mm-hmm. like a video of it and just kind of so we could see what's going on there. Yep. How many people, Derek, responded willing to do this, do you think? Ten. Two. Zero. Zero. Wow. They don't want to do it. They don't no, want to do it. They don't want to do it. So, I just don't think that there's so many things that they're probably not even aware of. That's just going to save them yeah. weight. You or know. everybody's already dialed in. They're under thirty pounds, which I know is not true for the Patreon folks because some of them have been on trips with us and we saw exactly. what they were bringing. So I, I saw what you guys brought. Oh right. my, yeah, yeah. What What'd you see? I'm not going to get into. You know, I don't want to <laughs> offend people. <laughs> I think we've. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we're going to throw this out to everybody else. If you're open to having us go through your fully packed pack, including food, including water, including like you're you're loaded out. Loaded. What you would bring on a typical three to five day trip, you have to be willing to, you know, we'll do this with your computer on some sort of like a Zoom call. We'll, we'll do the video so we can see what you got. We'll make this into a podcast episode. You got to be willing to do it, you know, video style, and you might have to be willing to stay up a little later because because Derek records late at night. Yes, yes, I do. And that means I'm recording late at night too, obviously. So yeah, reach out to us. Let us know. That'd be awesome. Okay, uh, so we'll circle back to that later. Okay, yeah. so that being said, we mentioned last time that we have we gave an assignment, assignment America, to give us a gear review, and Jason from Indiana did just that. So let's break yeah. this one down. Here we go. <laughs> Carl, Derek, this is Jason from Indiana, also known as Mongoose. I love the show. I'm a longtime listener. I'm a first-time caller. I've accepted the challenge to provide a gear review, and I thought that I would start with what Derek recently called wet socks on episode 164. Most of us know these as waterproof socks. My experience is limited to a brand called Showers Pass, but there are several brands out there. So what are waterproof socks? Well, the waterproof sock system is usually comprised of three layers. The first is an inner layer of wool that wicks perspiration away from your skin. Then there's a middle layer that is a waterproof membrane. And finally, an outer water-resistant, abrasion-resistant nylon layer. The key is that the middle waterproof layer allows moisture to pass from the inside to the outside, but no water can pass from the outside to the inside. This is accomplished by tiny pores in the membrane that act like one-way valves. So he gave us a breakdown of how they work. Yeah. After hearing that, would you be willing to try them out? I mean, I'd try anything. I would try it out. 
one. I mean, okay, you'll bring him on the trip. I don't, uh, I don't know. I mean, you're a sock guy, man. This is this is kind of up your alley here. I love socks. I do love socks. I think, um, yeah, yeah I, I would maybe try it out. I, okay. I, yeah, I would try it out maybe. Yeah. Okay. I think All I'd right. want to play with it first. Play with the socks first. No, just see what it would be like. You know, I think you know, I like to sample stuff out, new okay. stuff, new ideas. I don't think you do. I don't think you like to sample stuff out. I do. I've learned. I've learned the hard way sometimes. Yeah. Shoes. Shoes. One shoes. of the last things that we sent <laughs> shoes, shoes. shoes. Right. My favorite was when we when we had a company send us their version of the buff. It was some sort of like I don't even know what they called it. Some sort of tube. And uh, I said, okay, send one to Derek because I don't want to try it out. And then you came on to review it on the show. And I was like, yeah, you know, break it down for us. And you're like, well, I, I haven't brought it on a trip. Break it down. It's a, yeah. it's a buff. What do you mean? You could have worn it anywhere. You could have worn it outside on a trail, anywhere. You could have worn it around my house. Surfing. I mean, you you were like, I don't know how this will perform outside because I haven't worn it outside. <laughs> you could have done anything with it. And so I thought, okay, so Derek can't test out stuff. This is why we need to have correspondents like Jason <laughs> test out gear for us. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. So here's, so here's how he's breaking it down, how these are useful in the winter okay. time. Yeah, yeah. Break it down for us. I was actually gifted these socks and they sat in my drawer for a season or two. Then I came across some reports of hikers that were using these for their cold weather winter adventures, which allowed them to use their trail runners successfully and comfortably in the snow instead of having to switch to heavy insulated hiking boots. These have been a game changer. In fact, my crew does a big annual spring trip. Last year, two of us on the trip were wearing these. We encountered many cold water creek crossings with temps in the mid to low 40s. The two of us using these socks had no issues blasting right through the water. Yes, our shoes and our socks got wet on the outside, but the warmth retained when the water does not make contact with your skin makes a huge difference. I am very prone to having cold feet once they get wet, and they stay cold all day. These have made cold weather hiking so much more enjoyable for me. Additionally, I feel that they've dramatically helped me cut down on blisters. The recipe for a blister, as you know, is moisture and friction. Because of the phenomenal moisture management that these socks provide, I have experienced a significant decrease, if not total elimination, of blisters in these situations. All right, so here's my question. Would you be willing to bring this extra pair of socks just for cold creek crossings, like if you were on a winter trip? Let's say you're, you're going to have a few of them on the trail, is this worth it here? Would I? Yes. Okay. Because I hate right. cold feet. Hate He's it. He's convincing you. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would try that. If, I, if I'm going okay. on a winter trip, but I don't, you know, I'm not yeah. really going on a winter trip. So, but yeah, I mean, I hate cold feet. So that would be yeah. something I would try to reprioritize my pack for to have. Yeah. You're definitely not going on winter trips. The last one I invited you on, you said yes about a year out and then you bailed yeah you give me these like yeah hey what's your schedule uh, in 2025 on march 15th <laughs> i know my schedule what's your schedule i mean i don't yeah. know i don't you know yeah like, we that's don't live your totally life. totally unreasonable so then i wait till a couple months out you're like well i'm already busy it's crazy you know it's crazy Can't like sometimes, way. sometimes this thing life gets in the way it's just it's nuts it's crazy how yeah. things can well, change priorities right i know it's priority tell why don't you tell the, the tell the covet about it Tell the COVID about my priorities. Okay. okay, That was not during the time period of COVID. So. It's all relative. Okay, go ahead. A solid pair of waterproof socks is something that every hiker needs in their gear list. I would give the Showers Pass waterproof socks an impressive score of 5 out of 5 thermoses of ice cream. And speaking of ice cream, Derek recently asked for flavor suggestions from the B&B, which sounded a little like he was counting his chickens before they had hatched. But I thought I would share my advice. Derek... If you are fortunate enough to win this trivia challenge, do not make the mistake of choosing an ice cream that you would enjoy eating out on the trail. No, no, my friend. I'm sure you'd prefer an almond, soy, chickpea, vanilla, bean, protein, powdered, flavored treat, but that is going to be way too light and fluffy. Derek, we know that you would never look to a cow to satisfy your hunger cravings, but the cow holds the key to making sure that ice cream thermos is as heavy as possible. You want to choose a super premium brand such as Haagen-Dazs or Ben & Jerry's with high amounts of butter fat, milk, cream, garnished with big chunks of fudge, brownie. Heck, you can garnish it with gravel, lead ball bearings. It doesn't even have to be edible. With the eyes of the hiking world watching, Derek, 
Carl would never violate leave no trace guidelines by dumping that ice cream on the ground or in a stream and you will get the satisfaction of watching him carry that ice cream the entire trip. And that, my friend, will put way more gas in your tank than the 95 calories you'd get from your favorite vegan selection. I appreciate you guys. God bless. Final thoughts on Jason's review. Here. I like where he's going with this. I like the direction. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, what's that drink, boba? You know, where they put the tapioca balls and bomb <laughs> your drink. But if I put, like, metal balls, <laughs> it adds weight, and I still, as long as I don't impede my ice cream amount, because I normally don't eat ice cream, but this will be for sure an exception. Yeah, I, I like that direction. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I think the assumption that you're going to win trivia, I think, is you know you're you're winning at this point uh-huh. so it's not completely unreasonable but right, jason right. was on our, our last patreon trip and and mm-hmm. i i thought i got to know him pretty well i thought he was my friend apparently not maybe he is your friend maybe he's being just a truth sayer you know and maybe he sees yeah. he sees what's ahead and i appreciate that yeah. about him um i'm gonna give yeah. it like 10 scoops out of 10 scoops on that one okay yeah <laughs> all right you've got trivia today my friend and uh we're gonna all do right. some trivia right after this Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. All right, trivia tonight is about. Uh, I'm going to give you some gear. I'm going to name. I'm going to name the piece okay. of gear, and then I'm going to give you multiple okay. choice on how what the weight is of this particular piece of gear. We're talking about lightweight gear, getting lighter, and all that stuff. Gotcha. All right, so here, first item is the Hyperlite uh, backpack, 55 liter. Okay. Is this pack? Keep your hands away from the keyboard. Okay. Is this pack? Is this pack? This is not been a problem uh, for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it twelve ounces? Is it one pound twelve ounces? Is it two pounds, or is it two pounds eight ounces? It's either a pound twelve or two pounds. I'll go pound twelve. It is two pounds. Okay. the the forty The forty liter was about. I think it was a pound twelve. Okay. Or a pound pound something like that. Yeah. And I okay. should I should know exactly how much a hyperlite pack that I've never used weighs, correct? Uh this is trivia and you're okay. learning as you go. Okay. <laughs> I think REI also had like a fifty something liter. Yeah. It was like two pounds, three ounces or something. As a non gear so, expert, I should probably know the answer to that. My bad. You know what? Uh, you wanted to do some trivia. This is trivia. This is what happened. You know what? You're right. You're right. And I thought about this. I planned ahead for the complaining of the trivia questions. We can do an easy question like, um, you know, Carl, what's the fourth letter of the alphabet? A, B, C, or D. Okay. D. And maybe. Hey, look at that. Okay. That's not so a question, one for though. two. Next one. No, that's not a question. Uh, it's still over one. All right. Next one is the Helinox Chair Zero. Okay. Helinox Chair Zero. We're that's talking clear. about chairs. Zero. Zero pounds, right? That's, uh, you know, when you don't know, you get pretty ridiculous, and I love okay. it. Okay, is this chair 15 ounces, 13 ounces, uh, one pound, two ounces, or one pound, eight ounces? I got to go 15, 15 ounces. It is, it is one pound, two ounces. Okay. Okay, so I'm a couple, couple ounces off, incorrect. We're o, we are 0 for 2, 0 for 2. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I, I think you're going to do, you're going to do okay on this one. Yeah. Um, okay, so... 
Okay, so the next item is the C to, it's a C to Summit okay. sleeping bag. It's I don't a, know it's anything a, about this brand. Uh, the, well, I don't either. I don't either. I love it. You ask me like random questions and you're like, you don't know. I ask you National Park really questions, which is general knowledge. How do you not know? How do you not know about the Smoky National Park? That's still, that's still wrong. It, you know? It's not called Smoky National Park. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You know oh what I'm talking about. Okay, so this is the C okay. to Summit sleeping bag. This is now there's different there's different bags okay there's there's lighter bags than the one i'm saying because they're like summer only bags or whatever this is a two okay. season bag okay you got three season four season all that stuff uh two season bag is this bag 14 ounces 1.1 ounce or one pound one ounce i'm sorry one pound seven ounces i have no stinking no idea how i know this you didn't even name the bag i don't even know the name of the bag not it's the Sea to Summit. Uh, what is it? It's, it's one it's of their. It's one of their bags. Sea to Summit makes a bag. How much? <laughs> regular size, two season. <laughs> this is the worst question you've ever asked. <laughs> Does it matter if you don't even know the brand? Does it even matter? There could be. It's a two-season regular-sized sleeping bag. Okay, so if the bag model was like, if it was called the feather, the featherweight, or the light speed, or if it was called, that doesn't even matter. That doesn't even matter. What if I, what if I said it was the the Julian model, and you're suddenly gonna be like, <laughs> oh, oh, the Julian model. Sometimes the name, the model, gives away some clues. So I'm gonna say the third option, whatever that was, one point, whatever. Third option, point, C. Uh, no, it's the 1.1 1. 1 ounce. Okay, Sorry. okay. Uh, so over three. Yeah. Um, how, how did I get that one wrong? I don't, you know, I tried to give you multiple choice to make it okay. easier, but you just, maybe you're just not good at multiple choice. And um, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's team Derek with these questions here. Keep going. I love how, I love the defensiveness. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm having a great time. These are so bad. It's funny. These are so They're bad. so I'm, bad. I'm we're, we're talking about gear and making things light. You're learning now about lighter weight gear. Okay. You're learning. You're learning some lighter okay. weight gear. I'm proud of you. Okay. You know, next time I'll just, I'll just do something a lot easier. You okay. Know, like what's, which way's up and which way's down. Here's, like, here's what you, I'm going to do. You just point. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. In about six months, I'm going to give you this exact trivia and see how you do after we've gone over it. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save I'm it. I'm going to do this for sure, 100%. I'll bet you will. Okay. okay. From now on, I'm just going to do questions like, hey, Carl, what color is water? And then okay. you're never going to fail. Clear. Mm, is it? It's translucent. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, incorrect. so I'm two for five with the letter question and the water question. All right, what's your next one? No, you already failed. You were over three. You're, that's it. Two for five. You're done. Two for five. Okay. That's, that's failure. <laughs> either way, either way you look at it. Right. I got letter D and I got clear water, so close. <laughs> letter D, clear water. All right, uh, so we'll count you. that as a loss and just beware of the next trivia that I this is, charge you with. This is the pinnacle of Colorado's educational system, right <laughs> uh, on the other side of the mic. Okay, I got a couple okay. of bits. All right, let's hear it. Um, like Jason, if you have a piece of gear that we've not talked about that you would love to review, good or bad, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we didn't give any criteria before, but let's try to go for two minutes, and then you got to give a score out of five rating. So what do you like about it? What do you dislike about it, even if it's a nitpick? So we would love to hear from anybody out there. And then we already mentioned the assignment. If you're up for you know us kind of breaking down your 30-plus pound pack issues, please let us know. Um, what's on Patreon this month, Derek? What do we have? What's our bonus episode about? Remember this month we have the uh, the gear hacks episode. We're gonna talk about hacking different kinds of gear yeah. and how to like, use it in different ways and all that stuff. So yeah, we guess that was a good one too. Jump on Patreon, check it out. Yeah, and then coming up here in a couple weeks, we got the rest of the Dan Becker interview, which was might have even been better than the first part. Maybe. So maybe yeah, there's some good, good Patreon questions on there. Yeah, so please. Join the Patreon family. We would love to have you. Yes. And that's all I got. That's all I got. We will see you guys next time. If you need some uh, multiple choice uh, tutoring, Carl is giving out classes uh, next week at uh, can'tlearn.com by Carl. I want to fly around the world. So, yeah, I, uh, you know... 
it's it's tough. You know, I mean, I know he's Mr. Trivia. He likes, you know, just gets all the questions right all the time. Not. But, you know, I asked him a question the other day. I was like, you know, what is um, the color of your voice? And he's, he, he sat there for like, I don't know, three, four minutes. And he looked at me and he's just like, well, it's got to be it's going to be black, right? Because, you know, you open your mouth and it's like black. I, I just I just walked away. I just walked away. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.